everyone. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We're so happy that you decided to join us. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling. We're evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. We want to invite you to visit our website at impacttoday.tv. There you will find a link to our YouTube channel, which will take you to all the episodes that we've ever recorded of Impact Today. On Impact Today, we always talk about faith and healing, how to receive your miracle, uh, walking in the promises of God. So please visit and watch all the episodes so you can really um, get built up in the Word of God. I want to invite you to grab your Bible and a notebook. Take some notes, turn to the scriptures, because then you can go back later, you can review your notes, and really give the Word of God a chance to get rooted on the inside of you. It will make um, a great impact on your life. Right now, we're in the middle of teaching on all the different miracle testimonies found in the Gospels, in the Bible. Mm -hmm. The Gospels are the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those four men lived and worked with Jesus Mm -hmm. during his ministry on this earth. They were right there to see everything that happened. And the Holy Ghost led them to write it all down. Mm -hmm. So what we ended up with is four eyewitness accounts of all the miracles that Jesus performed. And so when we read them, we learn all kinds of things. We learn um, how the sick people approach Jesus. Mm -hmm. We learned what they did to receive their healing. Uh, We learned if there was a roadblock to their healing, how it was removed. We learned what Jesus did to heal people, right? And we know that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we know that he never changes, Mm -hmm. but we need to change sometimes, you know? So we learn how to make those necessary adjustments so we can receive our healing, right? So on our last episode, we were talking about the man with the withered hand, Yes. right? And so we're going to continue along those lines today. Yes. Praise God. Amen. It's, this is a, what a story this is. A phenomenal miracle. Uh, last week, we've mentioned how we saw a guy with a withered hand healed in one of our meetings um, back in 2000, 2000 yep. or 2001 one. in Vijawada, India. But you know, there's another miracle. Very interesting. You remember this one. Mm-hmm. When we were in Mexico... There was this man at a church. This large boulder had fell on one of his hands. And it crippled it. Yeah. And it had actually shrunken. It was smaller than the other hand. He had yeah, no he had no that. he had no use of that hand. Yeah. We prayed for him in the name of Jesus Christ, and he regained the use of that hand. And then it grew like it, to match the other one. Almost, almost completely. Not 100%, huh. but he had the use of it. That's it awesome. was awesome. It, it was so awesome to see what God did for that man. Jesus is the miracle worker, yes, my friend. Yes, 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 He's yes. the same yesterday, today, and forever. So last week we read all three gospel accounts mm-hmm. of of this this man's healing, the withered, the man with the withered hand. If you want to go back and read them, Mm -hmm. jot it down. It's in Matthew chapter 12, Mm -hmm. Mark chapter 3, and Luke chapter 6. For the sake of time, this time we're only going to read Matthew's account and Mark's account. Okay. 
So in Matthew chapter 12. In verse 9. Yeah. Beginning in verse 9. Matthew 12, 9. Now when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogue. And behold, there was a man who had a withered hand. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath that they might accuse him? And he said to them, What man is there among you who has one sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Then he said, to the man, stretch out your hand, and he stretched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew from there, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. I've read this story many times, but when I just read it, this kind of just jumped out at me. Jesus said, it's lawful to do good. And he healed the man. Mm -hmm. Healing is good. Yeah. You know, sometimes people make comments like, well, I have this disease, but God is good all the time and he knows best. Mm -hmm. Disease is not good. Mm -hmm. Healing is good. Yeah. And we know that every good and perfect gift comes from above from the Father of lights. And there is no shadow of turning with him. That means he doesn't change his mind and say, you know, today healing is good. Mm -hmm. But you know, today I think arthritis would be good for you mm -hmm. because it's gonna work something out. And you're like, no, healing is good. Mm -hmm. Sickness is bad. It's not rocket science, yeah, right? That's, that's right. <laughs> Amen. Listen to this account in Mark, Mark's gospel, chapter 3, starting with verse 1. It says, And he entered the synagogue again, and a man was there who had a withered hand. So they watched him closely, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, Step forward. Then he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life? or to kill. But they kept silent. And when he had looked around at them with anger, being grieved mm. by the hardness of their hearts, he said to them, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out. And his hand was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and immediately plotted with the Herodians against him, how they might destroy him. Wow. Now, I'm going to keep reading. Mm -hmm. If you'll notice in verse 15 of Matthew's, her account, it said, And Jesus withdrew from them. Great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Yes. Very interesting. More than likely, still on the Sabbath day. Right. He withdrew from them when he found out they were plotting to kill him. And... The, the crowds followed him. And he still healed everybody. And he healed them all. Even though it was the Sabbath. Yeah. It's Amen. just kind of like that extra, <clears throat> like, yeah. here you go. <laughs> well, well listen, to, listen to Mark's account. This is more detail. It says, And Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the sea, and a great multitude from Galilee followed him, and from Judea, and Jerusalem, and Udemia and beyond the Jordan. That's a lot of people. So it wasn't necessarily like he left the synagogue and all of a sudden he starts healing this crowd. So yeah, the healing began on the Sabbath, but it probably continued into the next few days. Right. Because, I mean, 
there was no social media back then. There was no there's no TV back then. It had to spread by word of mouth. And it says they're coming from Galilee, from Judea, from Jerusalem, from Udumea, and beyond the Jordan. And those from Tyre and Sidon, a great multitude. When they heard how many things he was doing, they came to him. Wow. So he told his disciples that a small boat should be kept ready for him because of the multitude, lest they should crush him. That's a lot of people. That's a big crowd. Why? Verse 10, for he healed many, so that as many as had afflictions pressed about him to touch him, and the unclean spirits, whenever they saw him, fell down before him and cried out, saying, You are the Son of God. But he sternly warned them that they should not make him known. Wow, what a powerful passage. It would be of interesting scripture. to look on a map at all those cities and mm-hmm. see how far away they all are from each other. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. you have. But like you said, it would take time. Mm-hmm. First of all, it would take time for word to spread mm-hmm. to those cities. Then it would take time for the people to come to Jesus. So you kind of get a picture like it's a healing campaign yeah. going on day after day after day. Yeah. And the crowd is growing and growing and growing. That's exactly right. Awesome. So much so, he had to get in a boat and separate himself from the people lest they crush him because they were all trying to touch him. Right. They weren't trying to hurt him. Right. But when you have a multitude of people desperate pressing in and they know there's my answer. Yeah. They're going to push in. Yeah. If you've ever been in a big crowd. Yeah. When people start pushing. We've been there. Yeah, we we have. And it's very intense. It's very intense. Mm -hmm. And you feel actually um, more for uh, the elderly ladies and the little children. It can get kind of dangerous sometimes, but people have a tendency when they're hungry, when they're desperate to act in that manner. Mm -hmm. And so, but back here at the synagogue, here's this man with the withered hand, Mm -hmm. shriveled hand, deformed hand. And the religious people, they're not just, they're not thinking, well, I wonder if he can heal. Now they know he can They're going to see if he will, if he will on the Sabbath day, because they want to bring a charge against him. They were accusers. They were looking for a reason to accuse him and bring him down. Really, they were being influenced by demons. Yeah, that's right. Because the word devil means accuser. Mm -hmm. The devil is the accuser. He's always looking for a way to accuse you. But thank God, because Jesus died on the cross and he, be, he poured out his soul unto death and his soul became an offering of guilt, an offering of sin in our place. We've now been justified yes. and we don't have to live with guilt or condemnation anymore. Hallelujah. So when the devil comes and tries to accuse you, all you have to say is the blood of Jesus speaks. Romans 8 chapter 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation Mm -hmm. to those who are in Christ Jesus. The case is closed. Yeah, the guilty verdict has been erased. Hallelujah. All because of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This is for everyone who puts their faith in Him. If you find yourself in Christ, if you keep yourself in Christ, 
you're not guilty. Amen. The case is closed. You've been declared righteous. You are now justified and you do not have to listen to the accuser. In fact, let me just, let me turn there real quick because mm -hmm. sometimes people really need to hear this. Revelation chapter 12, listen to what the devil's like and listen to how the saints overcome the devil. Revelation chapter 12 says this. And verse 10, it says, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before God day and night, has been cast down. That's talking about Amen. Satan, the devil, the accuser of the brethren. Notice what the people did, the people of God. Verse 11, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb yes. and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. You overcome Satan and his accusations by your knowledge of redemption. How The blood of the Lamb. John, the prophet, said, when he saw Jesus, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You, Jesus became the Lamb of God. You know, religions of the world, they have animal sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And what are they trying to do? They're trying to, they're trying to get forgiveness of their sins. But the blood of an animal can't remove the guilt of sin. But Jesus, His blood was perfect. His blood was innocent. His blood is holy. And when He died on the cross, He became the Lamb of God and He took upon Himself your sin, my sin, our guilt. And His blood washes it away, washes the guilt away, washes the sin away. And when you call on His name, you're forgiven, you're saved, you're made clean, you're made righteous. And with that knowledge, you overcome the accusations of the, of the devil. Because it says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Yes, you yes. speak out loud, I'm redeemed. Mm -hmm. The blood of Jesus has washed me clean. Hallelujah. I am forgiven. I am righteous now. God says, not guilty. You do not have to listen to the accusations, the accusations mm -hmm of the devil. Amen. Open your mouth and say, I'm redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So here back at this story, that's they, the religious, they act like they're influenced. They're influenced by the devil, right. by demons. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for a way to accuse the, to accuse the Messiah, the right. Lord Jesus Christ. And what does he do? He heals the man. Yes, but what, <laughs> what does he say? What does he say? Verse 11, Then he said to them, What man is there among you who has one sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value, then, is a man than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. So Jesus was really focusing on the value mm -hmm. of humans. And you know, in our daily lives, the value of things is 
determined by what somebody will pay for it. Mm -hmm. You know, and values go up and down. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was a kid, there was this particular doll that was for sale at all the toy stores and parents would wait in line for hours and pay like all this money to get this doll for their child for Christmas. My parents did that for me. Um, but now today, that that doll isn't worth anything. And that's something. I remember when we lived in India, uh, we had just moved there and I didn't know how much a watermelon cost. And I went out and I bought a watermelon and I thought I got a pretty good deal. I think I, I paid $4 mm-hmm. for this watermelon. <laughs> and yeah. when I told somebody... You were excited. I was like, oh, look, I got this watermelon. It was $4. And when I told them... They were like, oh, you paid the white skin tax. Because their eyes got really their eyes big. eyes got real big because a watermelon should have cost me about 25 cents. Yes. You know, and depending on what country you live in, you know, you have a different currency or whatever. But I, I paid way too much for that watermelon. Mm-hmm. Um, the, point, the point to all this is it was worth $4 to me. Mm-hmm. So I paid $4. What is the value of a human being? Mm-hmm. The value of a human being is, can be determined by what someone will pay to redeem that human being, to buy back that human being. And Jesus Christ, the Son of God, spilled his priceless, precious blood mm-hmm. to redeem everyone mm-hmm. back from the devil. So really i mean we could say human beings have the value of the son of god wow. the value of jesus christ i mean that's what the father paid yeah the blood of his own son to buy us yeah. amen and that's what jesus was saying this man is more valuable than an animal yeah and you would help your animal on the sabbath on the sabbath so therefore yes it is lawful to do good Amen. on the Sabbath. So he has this man stand up mm-hmm. in front of everybody. Imagine this guy has a withered hand and Jesus says, stretch forth your hand. Now I want you to notice the Bible says he stretched out his hand first and it was completely restored. Yeah. So notice he... he he didn't stand there and say, well, I can't, I can't, I need you to heal me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. You got to heal me first, then I'll stretch it out. No, he acted on the word of Jesus. Living faith always has corresponding action. When he tells you to do something, you do it. And then he comes behind you and does what you cannot do. That's true. Amen. Amen. It's, that's the way it always works. We've seen it over and over and over again. Amen. 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 That's right. So here he he did the little he could do. And then at that moment, the power of God met him. Yes. And his hand was restored whole. Thank you, Lord. You know, I've heard it said like this. Don't try to believe the Bible. Act on the Word of God mm-hmm. and you'll be believing. Mm-hmm. So many people say, well, I'm, I'm believing. I try to believe. I believe. I believe. No. No, no, don't do that. Act on his word. Right. Because that is believing. Amen. That's Act on the word of the Lord. 
and you will be healed. Sooner or later, you will be healed because God's word always works. Amen. If he says by his stripes, you were healed, then you're healed. Amen. If he says the prayer of faith shall save the sick, then it does. Yes. Amen. Well, again, so this man is healed. He stretches forth his hand and the power of God goes into operation and the man recovers. His hand is completely restored. Mm-hmm. Well, the Pharisees then, they plot with the Herodians, which were a, a political class The Pharisees and the Herodians did not like each other. They were kind of against each other. But they wanted to team up against Jesus. But they wanted to team up, that's right, against Jesus. Because he was a threat to them both. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And so he becomes aware of it. He and his disciples, they leave. And there is where we see where the great multitudes learn of Jesus, where he's at, and they come to him from many directions. And according to Matthew's account, he healed Healed them them all. all. Notice he didn't leave some of them out. That's right. He healed them all. If he healed them all then, he wants to heal everyone now. That's right. Everyone who comes to Jesus today with living faith can be healed. It doesn't matter your circumstance. Notice it even says, And the unclean spirits, whenever they saw him, They fell down before him and cried out, saying, You are the Son of God. And he cast them out. So whether you're crippled, bent over, whether you have a withered hand, whether you're oppressed by demons, whether you're paralyzed, blind, deaf, have a cancer, have growths in your body, no matter the circumstance, Jesus will heal you. Yes, amen. Only believe that. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. And how do we know? Because he paid the price. Because you are that valuable to him. Hallelujah. We've seen this everywhere. Everywhere we've gone, whether we mentioned Mexico today. Last week we mentioned India. The week before that we mentioned Karachi, Pakistan. Mm -hmm. Uh, No matter where. Thailand, Nepal, no matter where we've gone. When we preached this gospel... Jesus shows up and heals. Yes. And guess what we just did? We preached the gospel. We just preached the gospel <laughs> that Jesus saves, Jesus heals. You don't have to live with guilt or accusation from the enemy. You don't have to continue in your sin. You can be forgiven and have power over it. And you can live free of sickness and disease or any disabling, crippling condition. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Let me encourage you right now to call on His name. Right now, call on His name for salvation. Maybe you heard me talking about no more accusations, but you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. You have to receive Him to receive salvation and to be free of guilt, free of condemnation. Just do it right now. Say this after me. 
Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus I, acknowledge I acknowledge you are the Lord, you are the, Lord, you are the, Savior, you are the Savior, you died for my sins, you died for my sins and, you rose again. and you rose again. I believe your blood was shed, I believe your blood was shed to, wash me clean to wash me clean from all of my sins. From all of my sins. Therefore, Therefore, I repent. I repent. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive and me. And I receive your forgiveness. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your salvation. I receive your salvation. You are Lord of all. You are Lord of all. And you are my Lord. And you are my Lord. And according to your promise. According to your promise. I am now saved. I am now saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Thank God. You, Lord. I want to encourage you. If you prayed that, your sins are indeed forgiven. Amen. They are forgiven. God has wiped them out. There's no more condemnation. Yes. You're on your way to heaven. We want to encourage you to call the number on that screen and tell somebody what you just did. Yes. Now, Victoria, please pray for the people for their healing. Father, in the name of Jesus, in we Jesus thank you name. for everyone that is watching this, everyone yes. who is listening to In this, Jesus we name. lift up everyone that has any kind of sickness, any kind of disease, any kind of pain, mental or physical, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, and we ask you to touch the people now, to heal name. the people now. We believe that we receive healing now yes, Lord. for Thank all for the people watching. The people we command pain to go. We in command cancer to dry up and die. Tumors dissolve. Blind eyes open in the name of Jesus. Deaf ears open in the name of Thank Jesus. You, Crippled limbs be made straight in Jesus' name. Thank we you, command Lord. depression and anxiety to go. We bind the spirit of suicide in, in the name of Jesus. We we command you to go and we speak life into the people now. Miracle life, Lord. We receive your miracle life Hallelujah. now, Lord, into all of us now in Jesus', in Jesus name. name. Amen. 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 You're healed. Yes. Put your faith into action. Amen. Never forget this. You are loved yes. and you are valuable. valuable. In Jesus' name. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.